0: to do content marketing like that was my job or like kind of business yeah um and they and like the best content marketers out there always taught that like it's better to just brew something shitty on your iphone um and they actually get more views that way because it just looks like you're more authentic Uh, right even even if it's just totally manipulated like it somehow gets more views if it's like shittier quality
1: well the The, people sorry go ahead the the worse you look the better yeah, the people the people feel more connected with you, I think, you know, it's like, yeah, I was just saying about these TikTok videos. Um, I'm like, I'm trying to put up high quality stuff. I'm trying to have costumes, be funny. I'm doing a million takes trying to get every little uh, word right. And I put them up to get six views and I put something that I'm in bed i on my pillow. I got like uh, eye crust going. I just tell a stupid joke with no. Effort whatsoever gets
0: fucking a thousand million views. I'm just like,
1: what the fuck? What? Yeah, um, no,
0: it, it's crazy. And we're trying to get into TikTok now. Like, we have almost no presence there. But we went viral on TikTok. Um, the tiny cupboard did. Oh really? We, but we weren't trying to. And uh it was actually this dude, like just some random audience member. Um, he took a video of like, he's like, here's the outside, like. And then he showed us all the way up, up the stairs, up, up to the rooftop, up the right, staircase, right. and he was just showing everyone the whole thing. And then, um, and that guy didn't have—he wasn't like an influencer; he had barely any following. Uh, and it like got like a hundred thousand views or something. Wow! Yeah, it was crazy. And then a lot of people came to our shows. We asked them like where they're, where they found us, and a lot of people said TikTok after that. That is amazing, dude.
1: <laughs> Do you? Yeah. It was I I remember I posted something. I don't know if it was at the cover, but it was just an outside show in general. I put it on um, TikTok, and like I got a bunch of comments like "Outside comedy, super cool." Oh, we're like you know, kind of like more hippie kind of people. Like that's the vibe, man. Oh, you keep an art alive. I love it. Good for yeah. you.
0: I think TikTok's where it's at. Like they, they, they seem like pretty open to doing like off the beat, weird kind of things. At least right now.
1: Yeah, but you got to be cleaner. I f- I think on TikTok, um, which is yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. It's not a big deal. But I think if you curse or. You try to get over sexual. They, they have some screening process, like an automatic screener oh, that it'll cut. Like if you, you know, if you talk about anal or something in your in your video, <laughs> <laughs> it might not. I know a couple buddies that have TikToks, and if they even if they say the word sex, they make that like a British pound sign e thing uh, instead oh, of e.
0: Yeah, because wow. I guess they don't want to get uh popped by a TikTok. Pop TikTok. Yeah, I know some people. I remember some people complaining about how they got like banned from TikTok but I didn't know like what the reason was. I'm sure those people
1: deserved it. <laughs> Anyone that's like, I got banned from a platform. It wasn't a big deal. You're like, what'd you do? Oh, you know, I, I called uh, uh whatever, Hillary, a cunt. You're like, what did you think <laughs> was going to happen? That's my freedom of speech, man. These are my amendments. So I don't understand. You're like, what? Yeah, no, for sure. You're, you're definitely right. <laughs> I know. Do you know Troy Bond by any chance? I don't think so. <laughs> he he's a comic and uh, I love Troy. So he won't mind me saying this, but he like he gets banned from Twitter all the time. And it, <laughs> it's at the point now where he's like he laughs about it, but it used to be like I'm fucking banned, fuck. I'm like what'd you do? He's like I wrote I wanted to kill Trump, you know, like like on a chalkboard like I was in trouble, like I'll write it 100 times on my oh for my tweets. I I tweeted at Trump like I want to kick uh, kill your family. <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, what would you think was going to happen?" He goes, he's a fucking asshole, man. I don't get it." <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, that that'll that'll definitely do it. Uh, but um, yeah, thankfully we've been uh, we haven't got banned from social media yet. So as the tiny cupboard, at least.
1: dude. I gotta say, man. So not only are you like keeping comedy live with the tiny cupboard and the shows, like you really like were the not just the only spot, but the best spot for a while. You wow. know, and it's it says you know what says you know why it's like even greater of a compliment because you're off like the G train. And, like, you get <laughs> off that stop, I'm like, all right. I, I just think I just stepped on a heroin needle. Like, Jesus Christ. And people are still flocking over to the I
0: know. there. I mean, I'm, I'm just as surprised as you are. It's a J train, actually. Oh, the J train, right. Sorry. I'm just as surprised. Like, um, we started as just, like, the tiny cupboard is really just, like, it really was just shows in a tiny cupboard. Like, it was an art studio that we converted into, um, like, a tiny, tiny venue. And that was the whole idea. And at most, we get like five to ten people to show up to our shows before mm-hmm. the pandemic. Um, but we always had the rooftop in mind as like a thing to like move to, and then there's other spaces in this building. Like right now, I'm in this like church. Um, well, we converted into a church, and it's it's pretty cool. Right. Um And this this can double as a venue too. The Church of um,
1: Satire, right? Is that what we're calling it?
0: It's pretty much. Well, I think we called it a, the uh, the Church of Humortology Okay. Okay. Kind of, kind of a. Right. Kind of a playoff of Scientology, right? Um, and uh, it's you know it's very surprising to me that people <laughs> people came all the way out here to come to comedy shows. Like we sold out regularly from the, from the summer through fall. Yeah, um, we had like four shows a night, and uh, like like I don't know, like a third of them sold out probably, which is which is pretty incredible.
1: Yeah, I, I'm uh, not I'm not surprised that comics came out. Actually, i mean, I am surprised that people came out
0: me, and, no me too. yeah because
1: i i think that's that's very true like i did a show for stamp new york on, a, on the subway the other day and i'm like jesus christ like what is it what does it come down to but about 10 people bought like whatever made reservations they showed up in front of 72nd street we got on the train we had our the, the subways are empty so we had our own train i'm like i i can't believe people want to see comedy this bad like i think during the normal times we Maybe they didn't see it because everything else was open, and there's so many clubs, but
0: uh co- people give a shit about comedy and i think I think that um even more so, people want the experience of trying something like in a subway mm. or like on a rooftop because it's novel, and I think we all had that like playing tour to like i I really hope that when things go back to normal, I hope that we can keep up like having at least like somewhere near the audience we were getting on the rooftop um yeah me is worried that, like, people will just be like, eh, that, that kind of novelty is over. And, like, kind of – I don't want it to be too no. normal to, I, to go there. Yeah.
1: I think especially uh, for the spring-summertime, dude, like, there's a lot of times where I go out during the spring-summer. I'm like, all right, is there a patio there or is there an yeah, outdoor yeah. – like, because I'm hot. I want to put my tank top on and show my <laughs> per- pathetic excuse of biceps, you know. <laughs> I want to be a little crazy. <laughs> So I think definitely that option will be better, and then, um, you know, it's just up to the comics if they want to. do. I know a lot of comics give it a lot of shit because it is better to do comedy indoors. But sure, sure, sure. If you could do a, if you could have an outdoor setup and an indoor setup, you could do two spots in one night. I don't. Yeah, I,
0: think, I mean, yeah, that's what we have right now. We have the indoor right here downstairs. Yeah, and then we have the the outdoors right above us. Um, I mean, I think I mean comedy works better indoors, like for audio and like just like for control. Yeah. But I like all the funny variables that happen when you're doing an outdoor show. Cause that doesn't happen. And like the random shit that can happen. Yeah. That train. can make it a lot. The train, the train's always a funny prop for like, you, you can ignore the train and that's one way of approaching it. But I've seen so many comics do like such funny improv where, when the train goes by or like when they hear a beep or something or a siren. Mm. And uh, I don't think you get those opportunities indoor, so I think if you're present with those other right. stuff, like it can be a lot of fun.
1: Absolutely, man. And it's like, I, I, I don't, uh, you just gotta have fun with it. You know, something like that, sh- it's shitty that it happens to you, but you just gotta have a sense of humor about it, you know, <laughs> yeah, and exactly. the, the audience knows it's shitty. Like so many times after shows, people call up like, oh man, that was a terrible crowd. But I thought you were great. It's like the moment <laughs> when you lose people is when you start getting upset, like, there are a lot exactly. of people that when the train goes by, they just start shouting. I was gonna do my art. Fuck that bullshit! You're like, oh my
0: god, whoa, dude! I, I know, I know, and I, I get that they're being trying to be funny, but uh, yeah, I, I think there's, uh, as you said, like as long as you're having fun with it and and you're not like kind of yeah. yelling at your situation, um, but just kind of like leaning into it, then and, and it makes it a lot more fun for everyone. I think. A- absolutely, and it's, it's it's
1: hilarious, and those are the things that we're talking about going viral. All my stupid jokes. My well, my relevant jokes, my, my heart, my, my souls, they get decent, whatever views. Heckler videos, uh, uh, strippers going by my show videos, all do way better. What's way yeah. more interesting, you know? Makes more sense. I want to, here's something about, you know, the tiny cupboard's great, and it, it's super awesome that you've taken, you know, most businesses uh, have been getting it in the ass during uh, COVID. You guys have, you know, gotten bigger. And here's the part that I find the most fascinating and you can call me like uh uh Disney like you can call me lame sure. you can call me a but you and your girlfriend are business partners right
0: Yeah like yep.
1: 50-50 like it's not like this was my idea and she's just hopping on or her idea hopping on like you guys are <laughs> totally yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. totally we we totally made the business together from from scratch it started as just it started as an events business we were doing blink landed two karaoke nights Woo! um like random spaces and doing that I love that um and then we were both like okay we need a venue because we don't want to like spend 500 dollars a night like renting out these shitty spaces um let's find somewhere where we can control that would like even if it's a shitty venue like we can like we're not selling out 20 tickets 20 30 tickets now anyway that's what we thought um we might as well just find a space where you can cram 15 people in per night per show uh, so that's what we did with the tiny cupboard, the original one. And, uh, kind of went from there and yeah, sometimes we, yeah, we're 50, 50. Sometimes we say 51, 49, like her 51. Oh, really? <laughs> the reason is because it, it makes us apply for, uh, uh, like minority women business credits. <laughs> so <laughs> sometimes she's 51. Hey, whatever
1: is um, good for business, right?
0: Yeah. We, we've never actually gotten a anything from that um but that that's one of one of our tool, tools uh if we need it dude i uh, i gotta
1: you know i applaud you man and i hope other people out there can kind of see how i mean i'm in a relationship right now and i, I me and her are our are team but dude sometimes like she'll try to help me out with my career and i go fucking nuts man like she'll be like this video you need this that i'm just like you don't know comedy like i i right. i i get i take it personally which is you know that's me you know i i i am not saying like i'm perfect or she's ro- she's right most of the time anyways but it's like um it's tough you know cuz um especially as a creative maybe in business might be a little more cuz maybe it'd be more about numbers but like as a creative for me to be like i made this i thought this i i put 4 hours into this and for her to be like it sucks you got to take it down or you got it's like it hurts and i try to defend myself and then we kind of get into squabbles you know over it but i I know at the end of the day she loves me and she's just trying to help and but do you find like i i just like i just want to i want you to give me advice on how to uh (laughs) work with my girlfriend better (laughs)
0: yeah well okay so we uh, we do have those kinds of disagreements too like all the time literally Mm -hmm. because it's definitely not about just about the numbers um because we're always, like, for us, it's first and foremost about, like, just, like, doing something creative and especially doing something that's in real life. So, we both had online businesses before we started our events business. Ooh, nice. And we were both, like, really, like, I was on Zoom all the time before, like, in 2017, 18, 19, I was on Zoom, like, 24, not 24-7, but a lot. Um, and it so was, like... before was Before be, the pandemic, you were. Before the yeah. pandemic, yeah. Okay, okay. And it was, like... I was experiencing this like digital burnout, and so was she, because she was doing an online clothing store and like and, um, like online like nail influencer stuff. Right, right. Nail um, art, and we were both just like we're all we're all day on our devices, like doing shit on this computer. Like we're not really meeting that many people in real life, and it was like getting to us, I think. And we both collectively had the idea, like, what if we had a physical space where we can do events slash like store like uh, sell things. Uh And the idea originally was, like, I was more of an events guy. And then Amy was more of, like, everything that goes behind, like, all the products that we would sell at the events. She was more, like, the store and the aesthetic. That's still true. Um, But her creative vision is all about – it's usually all about, like, the aesthetics of it and the design of things. Um, And then mine is more about just, like, kind of hustling, I suppose. I don't know. It's it's about, like, uh, uh, just – going in vo- doing a lot in quantity and volume and like um doing as many shows as possible or doing yeah. like just like it's it's about kind of volume and quantity more
1: more of a shark mentality yeah exactly and then she's more of like uh the uh dolphin is dolphin the right what I'm trying to say? <laughs> or, I don't or know maybe um what's like a elegant like a it's fish <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, but just uh... as like dangerous um i'm thinking of like a dolphin sounds pretty good like people love dolphins dolphins are smart there we go dolphins are smart they can talk to people i think that's true and then sharks are just like ah, just buy anything but but sharks you know they get stuck in a lot of things you know they're idiots exactly like uh, my
0: when i do things it's like it's very messy Um, yes yes i make a ton of mistakes like my emails uh, we said we have a weekly email and like There'll be like ten typos in it every time I send it out, um yeah, and they usually they don't care like and and the events pages too like we'll we'll have twenty events pages go off, and like they'll all look like garbage in the beginning, um but then we like so so I do get like criticized by her sometimes like uh, from, here it goes. from 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 like the kind of from the way that I approach things like like yeah uh, it's not like, cause I'm, I'm very messy. And also even the way that I answer emails or like just anything like that. Um, but I think it, we don't, we don't really let it get to ourselves too much. Like we know it's just like, we're, we're talking about business. Um, and, and you guys both- love
1: each other too. That's the biggest yes. thing. Like <laughs> You're just trying to help.
0: You're just trying to be,
1: do the best that you think. Like, I think some people like I, for one, like in the beginning, I would take it as like, you're not supportive. You just think everything I do is shit. And it's like, it's, it's not true at all. She's just trying to, she loves me and yeah. she wants the best. You know, that's why she's giving me shit. You know, she wouldn't give totally, me a, any totally. shit if she didn't
0: care. So, exactly. The, yeah. the fact that she's honest with you and, and the fact that my girlfriend is Amy's honest with me and I'm honest with her. I think that we both value that even if in the moment where we take it personally. Yeah. Um, but the, the, the brutal honesty is definitely important.
1: It's very important, man, and um, I, I think it's a lot of um, – everyone needs something, especially – I think any any field you need or any – just life. You just need someone to, to sit you down and tell you it, it how it is, and you – like, for me, it's like – my girlfriend and I, we actually we were on a break recently, and mm-hmm. I was, like, trying to make videos, and I'm so used to her, like, just yelling at me about them or, like like like, me just kind of, like, running them by her. That I fe- mm-hmm. kind of felt like, I don't even know if this is, like, I need, I, I think it's good, but I just need a real second, honest, not me opinion. Yeah. And I was kind of lost in searching I was calling my manager. My manager's like, I have more important clients than you. Shut the fuck up. And he would hang up <laughs> the phone. And uh, <laughs> I, you need some I think everyone needs someone like that. And to be, uh, I see a lot of, I mean, I was, a when I was a new comic, I, I, I was just throwing shit against the wall, man. And um, <laughs> it, it. I think if I had someone like her, I probably would be maybe a little farther along. I don't know, but it's definitely important, you know?
0: Yeah, for sure. No, no, incredibly important. And then we're also, we're always experimenting too. Like Amy right now is building. um, She's like, she spent the whole January and February now, like building uh, like candles, like making candles that she will eventually sell at our shows. And they're really cool. Like they're cool looking candles. Like they're very, they're very much fit this like neon, like eighties, like, yeah. aesthetic, yeah um and i would never be able to do that but she's been like really cool like she's been really intense about that in the past months you mean um, do it as
1: in like actually physically do it or like to
0: have that idea and implement it just that particular idea is not right. it is not something that i like i that's not my skill set like i can't Jeez. i don't know how to make candles nor the, nor would i have the dedication to do it mm-hmm. um she's i mean she's she's able to do like kind of the the merch and the physical stuff and all the aesthetics and the designs like better than I can for sure. Yeah. Um, so by the time that we open again, hopefully in March on the rooftop, we will have like way more merch. We'll have like, we have like a new sweater that she made. We have like a, like a beanie, like several shirts and tote bags and stuff, the Mm -hmm. candles. So it'll just like make us look a lot cooler, when we're when we're back out there because we'll have like so much more to offer like that, that just goes along with the shows that's that's amazing man i mean it
1: yeah. sounds like you have a you have a cheat code in your life right now <laughs> you literally have like uh because me i'm like i'm doing social media i'm doing my own booking i'm doing then i gotta do the goddamn shows and um all this stuff i wish i wish like if my girlfriend did all that stuff and did it well
0: that'd be fucking yeah. amazing dude but she's got her own life and everything so yeah yeah but it, it, it is amazing like like I don't I would not be able to do this by myself and that's yeah. really true like it's too much work we're literally two people running well, I mean, well don't don't let party. her hear
1: don't let her hear that <laughs>
0: <laughs> two people running a comedy club yeah. um, and uh like I don't know how many how much staff most comedy clubs usually I mean we had like three three or three or four like, we had some like bartenders helping us out too but yeah um like I don't know how much staff a usual comedy club has but I don't think it's I don't think it's just two people doing the like kind of behind the scenes. No, stuff. it is. No, well, <laughs> some clubs there might be less than that. But,
1: yeah. uh, um, I think like behind the scenes, uh, I don't know. They probably have like a social media. I think a good club would have a social media person, then a online person, then a tickets person. I know some clubs that have one person, and they just like kind of make them do all this shit, and it's a yeah.
0: well. It seems a, like, I feel like I feel like most clubs have like they have like a booker. And then, and that Booker also might do a little bit of social media, but they also probably have someone else doing social media to help help that person. Yeah. Um, and then, I don't know. There, there must be someone doing their website or like kind of re, re uh, like adding the the doing the email list and like updating yeah. the site with new shows. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's the same person, but like we we don't have. The, I mean, that that's just us. And then also. The way we work, because we, I mean, we don't book comedians directly. We just book the show, the producers of the shows.
1: Yeah. Um, and
0: then they book the comics, so we have to like coordinate like twenty different people each week to like figure out what slots best for them, and like and like give them a show, and then and go from there. Yeah, it's and a then lot. Figure out which shows to choose? Which gets harder and harder. The the more the more people want to work with you, the harder it gets to select. Like, who do you want to? Who do we want to give this slot to? Um, and then who do we maybe have to like? Give less thoughts to Ooh. and that's like that's that's really tough honestly
1: yeah. um that's the business though man that's show business you're not dealing yeah. with you're not dealing with uh laundry detergent or whatever the yeah. hell it is you're selling you're dealing with people's <laughs> dreams you know
0: it's, it's tough you know yeah 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 and then um and then on top of that there's also the all the marketing marketing too like we we spent like um we we were running like Three thousand dollars in Google Ads this month on a new experiment. Oh wow! Like like corporate Zoom clients, and we don't know if it's going to work or not. But over the uh, over the summer and fall, we were spending a lot of like time and money on like optimizing Facebook ads, Instagram ads, like Google ads, um, and then trying to get, like get publicity outside of that too. So that that was a good chunk of time uh, yeah. as well.
1: Well, yeah. I think I mean you guys sound like you're going to be successful no matter what because you take chances, and they're not like. There's some, you know, there are educated, uh, guesses, but you guys are taking risks and, um, and you got you have two really just smart, you and Amy are super smart in just different ways. And, um, I, yeah, I can't, I can't see you guys. Um, I'm glad, I, I think, um, the pandemic was probably a blessing in the skies, man. I think it kind of,
0: yeah. Um, I mean, for us, certainly this part of it has, has been, yeah. or at least we made the most out of it. Like. I think that we already knew how to, like, we already were, like, very much, like, hustlers and adapters going into the pandemic, Yeah. but since we were already used to, like, doing weird things, like, making um, venues out of, like, weird spaces that aren't meant to be venues, we were before the pandemic, and that's what everyone started to do after the pandemic with, like, the parks and subways. Um, We were just in a position where we, it was easy for us to adapt because we're so small and nimble and, like
1: we have nothing but
0: as far as our relationship goes like it's great but like also sometimes like we feel like we don't have time and that sucks Mm. so we we do we're working on like it's all about balance but like we right now it's been a good winter because we've just been like kind of relaxing and like just doing the zoom shows yeah um and uh watching a lot of tv and just kind of like chilling and that's been that's been really cool but uh i hope that we can we we were working non-stop this summer and fall so i hope we can more time to relax <laughs> yeah ba- do
1: balance is so uh important i'm glad i'm glad you brought this up my girlfriend is uh getting her phd in neuroscience i'm uh getting my whatever the fuck you want to call this in comedy and it's yeah it's like uh, i work pretty much all day all night she works i mean yesterday i called her she's in the lab till like 10 p.m she went in and like die in the morning and balance is so it's it's important man and we really try to take sunday as our day like we just wake up we go get a drink and then we just dick around watch movies and like eat a shitty meal at night and just feeling we feel shitty by the end of the day not just because like we're eating terrible we feel shitty because like we're such hustlers that we kind of get we call it fidgeting we start fidgeting to work and that having that fidgety um, when we wake up Monday, we're just like fucking right back at it, you know? Mm-hmm. But we need that personal time. We need that, you know, whatever, cuddling time. We need the the bang time. We need the, just the, <laughs> just the relationship time. And um, you got to find time for that, you know? And all these people yeah. that are like work nonstop, no fucking breaks. You know, they're, they're, they're freaks, man. They're, they're weird I know, I know. awkward yeah, it, people. It, yeah,
0: exactly. I mean, yeah, that doesn't, it doesn't, I mean, it's good to hustle, but it's got to obviously be, balanced by you know you gotta have some some degree
1: i told my i told my girlfriend when i started doing the road i was on the like i was literally dude i was in like weird places in nevada arizona and washington like i was all over the guy this is my like 30 year into comedy i'm just like gone and i thought it was the shit because like i'm doing comedy on the road i'm working all the time and then i would say about two years into it i felt this fucking loneliness dude and i'm like i kind of realized like i don't want to be this guy that's on the road 50 50 weeks of the year like i want to have like a uh, family and, like, something to come back to, <laughs> you know, like, I, <laughs> yeah, I have some sort of meeting. yeah, absolutely, so, um, I think I had that realization, and then I, I was, da- I remember, I, that's when I started, like, my dating became different, like, I was, like, kind of, like, seeing people again, if that
0: makes sense,
1: <laughs> and then it ended up, uh, I ended up meeting her, and it's been, uh, you know, it's been a roller coaster, but it's, uh, you know, I think I might have found someone, um, anyways, but I, so you're, so you you went to Livingston High School? In Livingston. Yeah. So Livingston is by New Brunswick, right?
0: It's, I mean, sort of. It's it's like 30 minutes away.
1: Okay. Did you go to Rutgers?
0: A lot of, a lot of people a lot of people went to Rutgers from, from my high school. Like, kind of almost like, I feel like 50% of people went to Rutgers.
1: Yeah, my school. I went to uh, J.P. Stevens in Edison. So we're actually not that far.
0: Oh, whoa. Nice. Yeah.
1: But yeah, everyone went, to, everyone went to Rutgers. I didn't apply to any school. I just applied to Rutgers.
0: That's the only school <laughs> I applied to. <laughs> yeah, I it, it, it was kind of like that was kind of the default option go to Rutgers and it's yeah. a good school. It's it's, it is. it's yeah. And it's yeah. it's good to be by home too. Mm-hmm. Um and I uh, I think I think now like my sister might be going to Rutgers for grad school. So it's it's like a I feel like it's a good grad school too. It is. It is.
1: It's 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 funny cuz um my high school and my my college, I remember when I was I was like high school I'm like this I just live here so I have to go to this school. In college, I was like, I just want to – I don't give a shit. I just want to party, so I'll just go to the, whatever. I got to go to college. I'll just go to this college. And then I look back at it. Everyone's like, oh, JP, that's a really good school. Oh, Rutgers, that's a really good school. And I was like, I, I, yeah.
0: thought, I thought, thought they were just stupid. Yeah, yeah. I day. know. I, exactly. I, I thought the same thing. Livingston High School. How was it? How was it? Just Okay. I mean, Livingston High School, I, I mean, I guess it's a good school. It's, like, very, like, science and, like, math focused. Yeah. I, like, I didn't think – I didn't think I got anything out of my education. Um, (laughs) but, uh, on paper, I guess it's a, I guess it's a fine school. Mm -hmm. Um, I I have a lot of like intellectual critiques of like the way education is set up or like the way that like, uh, high school is organized. Um, but, um, I mean, on paper, if you look back at it, kind of in a, in a kind of like uh, meta lens, like I probably had a pretty, pretty normal experience, but I remember at the time. I did not like me at all, <laughs> but it wasn't the school. It was like, I mean, you- it was a school. And it wasn't school. I don't know what it was. It was a lot of different variables. Well, what didn't you
1: like about this? Did you just not like structure or did you think the way they were going about it was kind of wrong?
0: Um, I guess by the time I was, I entered high school, like I was already, I was pretty like, I was pretty like independent kind of kid. Like I was very, uh, uh, I was very anti-authoritarian and like not, and kind of a rebel, kind of a punk. But, um, did you get in trouble a lot? Did you did you tell teachers to go fuck themselves? <laughs> Actually, yeah. Like in eighth grade, I called my teacher a bitch. Woo! But, yeah. What? But I didn't do that after <laughs> after uh, I, I didn't do anything quite like that after eighth grade. But wow. I did I did cheat on a lot of um, tests, and I got I got detention. I got like a weekend detention once for, for getting caught doing that. Just, wait, um, you got uh, you got detention for cheating? That's it. I think I forgot what it was, but what is the thing where, like, you have to go on the weekend? Is that deten- like, um, the um
1: uh, Like, in school suspension. No, 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 no. Uh, oh, what's I know what you're talking about. Saturday detention. It was, it was like a- Saturday detention. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Four was, like, hours. hours. Yeah. Yeah,
0: exactly. Was it was out, yeah. four hour detention. Yeah. Um, that was the worst punishment I got. Um, but I didn't get, like, uh, I mean, basically. The way I saw it is like I I I would cheat on tests in (laughs) in high school, and uh, I wasn't stupid. I was just like this. Like I was really concerned with like existential questions. I was like, "What's the point of all this? Like, why are we learning (laughs) this stuff?" Um, And because I didn't have satisfactory answers to that, or like no one gave me a forum to like talk about those things, um, I definitely didn't see the point in like learning random history facts or like. Like I don't know, random stuff I learned in math so class. Did you did you cheat as like a as like a rebel, like fuck
1: you, or did you cheat more like I don't give a shit, but I got to pass. So yeah, it was more
0: like that. Okay. <laughs> it was like I don't give do a shit about any of this. I don't want to do any homework. I don't want to do like I don't care about any of this stuff. um How would you cheat? Feel- like what are, what
1: were your strategies?
0: Oh yeah, so I had I had a really okay. Here's my best one. Oh yeah. Um, it was math class in uh, algebra in uh, eighth grade. Ooh, that's hard to cheat. Grade, hard to
1: cheat in math. That's a tough one. <laughs> history is easy. Cool. Circle the right answer, but I know
0: his, history was easy. History was the one I got caught actually, oh. but um, I'll tell you how I got caught later. But in math class, there was like an algebra, like kind of like weird fract, like what are what are those things called fract fractals? To be, I'm the worst Asian. I have no. I don't I know. know Factoring. <laughs> Factoring? Uh, Factoring. Uh, Factors, right? Factors. Okay. Factors. Yes. We're doing factoring. Um, it, it was some sort of advanced factoring thing. I didn't prepare for the test cause I, I just, uh, th- that, week I just had better things to do. Like I was watching lost or something. Um, <laughs> That's a great I, excuse. <laughs> Why did you and fail your test? I was, I was watching lost. <laughs> it was getting really good. You know, it was getting intense. <laughs> um, and, uh, I remember like, I'm like, fuck, like I was taking the test. I'm like, I'm going to fail this. I, I can't hand this in. So I literally ate my test. Like I I put it in my mouth and I ate it. What? (laughs) I I know it's crazy. Um, And then I put the rest of it in like my pocket. um, And then I just left. And then a couple of days later, like the teacher is giving out uh, the tests back. This is probably like a week later. And uh, like he gives it out to everyone. And then I'm like, I raised my hand. I'm like, I I didn't get my test back. And then he's like, um that's weird and and he's like confused and he's like looking through all the papers he can't find it yeah i'm like it's okay i'll i'll i can take it again right now um and by that time i actually already like i i had enough time to like learn basic factoring or whatever yeah so i knew it enough to not fail it um and so I took it. I took the test right there on the spot, and like got I don't know whatever. I got a B or an A or whatever. Oh, nice. Um, that I mean th- that I didn't I didn't really cheat. I was just de- I was delaying. Yeah, the, you still you test. still learned everything. I learned a little bit. I don't, know, the... I don't know anything <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that that was that was uh, that was one thing that I that uh, I kind of worked at least to delay the delay the outcome of I f- the test. I feel like
1: the best way. I think the best way would be like to do that, which is brilliant, and then just ask everyone around you, like, "What was on it?"
0: Like, uh, did that's you, what I should have give done. Give me some answers. <laughs> yeah, that that could have worked, but I think he gave me like a, a different a different variety of it or something. Um, God damn it. I remember people, like, would do bomb – I never did this, but people would, like, do bomb threats because that was a really big thing in the 2000s. Yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) That's a big thing in the 2000s. That's what we're known for.
1: I don't know if that's a thing anymore, but – No, if you do bomb threat now – bomb threat – it's Saturday detention for a bomb threat. Now it's, like, (laughs) dude, they throw you in the jail. Like, you're you're done, dude.
0: Yeah, no, I think you're right. But, yeah, bomb threats, like, the school had to take it really seriously because it was, like, after 9-11 – so whenever someone even said anything about a bomb threat, the whole school would like go into a lockdown, yeah, and the whole kind of um, day would be disrupted. And uh, usually the people, the reasons people gave bomb threats were because like they wanted to get out of a test or something, and it worked. But I never, I never did that though.
1: <laughs> so it's all delay. Like this is that's another delay situation where you go oh, yeah, bomb yeah. threat and then you take it tomorrow. Did you? So for me, I, I, um, I, I used to cheat and a lot of it was just trying to look at like the other person's uh yeah. exam um i remember one time i was looking at, and like they were looking i was looking to look at their answers and they like they saw me and they like it was a scantron they like put the arm down on it oh I'm yeah like, i'm like, were, like really like who like, cares know, it doesn't affect know. you and then and the it's like it was an awkward position so they're just taking the test like this the whole time i'm like yeah be uncomfortable asshole <laughs> hope you fucking No, you're, you're right your i know
0: yeah, some people weren't weren't as like uh, um, uh, I don't know democratic or something with their, with their sharing sharing the resources. I guess their thought uh, is like
1: I I worked for this and you're just gonna get off for free. I'm like, dude, in the long run, you're gonna go to Harvard. I'm gonna go to Rutgers. It's kind yeah. of <laughs> no, <laughs> so- I know,
0: right? And uh, and it is. It reminds me of like a, a a Democrat versus Republican kind of attitude because like the conservative view is like I want to like. I don't want to share these resources. Like you got to work on, you got to like do it by yourself. and like, you know, every, every man for themselves. Work kinda,
1: hard, earn it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then the kind of socialist point of view is like, all right, let's all share the resources. The more people have the resources, uh, the better right. off we'll all be. Right. Um, but uh, I remember in, in history class, this is the one, I, the one that I got Saturday detention for. Mm. This was, I was looking at my neighbor's uh, um, uh, test and it was like, I don't know. I was like, I was doing this kind of thing where I was like, you can't see my eyes. Classic move. Yeah. And, um, get a visor going. Yeah. And and that worked, but the problem was, um, I, I think, I think the teacher noticed that I was doing this a lot. And then he was like, okay, I'm going to look at these answers and match them up with your, the, the answers to to the person that was next to you. Yeah. yeah. See if they're simple, see if you got like the same things wrong. And then what happened was, Every wrong answer, like we, we everything there's like sixty questions in the test and like the three things we got wrong were both like the same three things. Plus I got like one thing right that yeah. he somehow like didn't didn't get right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and then um and then he was getting us both in trouble. Oh. Um unless like one of us admitted it or something. So I, I so I was like, nah, don't get him into trouble, like it was me. Yeah. And then uh and then I got the the Saturday detention for that.
1: That's very respectable. That you uh
0: Yeah, I don't want to uh, throw that. I don't want to you know, he he studied for it. So I don't want to throw him under the bus.
1: Yeah, I I feel really bad about that. <laughs> so did um, you, did you um so besides like cheating on tests did it get you like Did you did you get, did you get any, like any notoriety for it? Cuz it sounded like you were like uh I I I sent you the forum earlier. The first thing you said was, "Oh, it's all talk about cheating on
0: tests." I'm like, "Oh, shit." Like <laughs> I just remember, like it was like a, it was like it was just like a really big thing, and like it was kind of like everyone did it, and it was the way that the system was set up was like we you kind of had to cheat a little bit,
1: sure, otherwise sure, sure. you
0: could you feel you felt like you you would get like left behind. Um, oh, wow, damn! You no, know, no, <laughs> that's that's how that's I mean that, that's why like I I think I thought school was so. like the whole thing was like we memorizing facts and like, just like not learning anything, but just kind of trying to do well on tests. And the the idea was like, you do well on this test, then you get into good college and then you get a good job. And I'm like that, that to me, I was able to deconstruct that right away. Cause like, that's bullshit. And I I don't want to just like go to a good college and like get a good job. Like, that's not what I, what I'm meant to do with my life. Um, And so, I mean, I think that cheating on tests is like a broader metaphor for like how, how the system is just designed to like to not empower you as an individual, but to have you like be good at your, you know, be a good employee later on in life or something.
1: Yeah. Just almost like follow, follow directions. Like just be a pawn, you know, don't, don't think of yourself. Here's the knowledge we want to give you, you learn it. And if you don't uh, comply, then um, uh, we're going to fail you. Or we're going to, we're going to fuck up your life. And uh yeah, it's it, it, it. I I definitely. I don't think I felt that way. I don't feel. I don't think I felt as strongly about it as you did. But I definitely knew it was like. This isn't like. This is not feel right, you know. Like, and, and it's because right, right. most people, the majority of people, I think, are kind of like. I, I study. I go to school. I get a good job. It's like. I go to and now. It's like I got to get my master's. Then I got to get a good job, you know. And then I got to get salary. Then I got to get laid. And then I got to get a, have kids. <laughs> And, and then finally, you
0: know, yeah, and then finally
1: they're 60, get laid. yeah, finally they'll get laid. And then they're sixty-seven. They hit open mic. You're like, what? What are you doing here? And you're like,
0: oh, I realized <laughs> I wanted to do this my whole life. I'm like, what the fuck? Exactly. Like? Yeah, you you you, you kind of blew that opportunity. Yeah. Although I mean, if you start at sixty-seven, that's fine. But um, yeah, so
1: absolutely not not discouraging anyone. Yeah, not to, not to discourage them. But it's uh, the system. Uh, it's the system. It does um because then the parents too. Like my i don't know how i became like this but my mom was just like study get good grades get a good job like don't play sports don't have any friends don't it's just all about hitting the books and i don't know how i became like this like but um it's like i know it's almost like what you know you ever meet someone that's really religious or like a, a a a um someone yeah and they like they're scared to like jerk off or like have sex because they think they're yeah, going to yeah. get God pissed off and they're going to go to hell. It's that, it's that it can, you can brainwash people like that. Like this is what you got to do in order to live and, and eat and be successful. And it's working because yeah. like you have a lot of yeah, these people you know, that are exactly.
0: like, doing it. And the better, and the better you follow directions, like the better, the better your grades will be. And like the, the kind of, I don't know. It's kind of like the way that the the higher your GPA is like, all that indicates is that you're like really good at following directions yeah
1: of course and if, listen but i think if you're like a 4.0 I, I think you're definitely smart as shit but sure it's a lot sure. about effort i mean comedy too it's like you could be the funniest motherfucker but if you don't put the work in you're not gonna go anywhere so it's a, it's a yeah, mixture yeah. of that for sure i mean I, I believe
0: like wholeheartedly in putting the work in i just don't like the external like mo- like the external motivation like that it that it, it's about at least in like at least in high school um, because like, you know, the way, the way my ideal education works is like, you're learning for the sake of it. And like, you're learning something because you want, like, it's enabling you to produce something that's like yeah. useful or cool or interesting. Um,
1: and you it, it could be yeah. wrong too. Like
0: a lot of people think they want to do
1: something and then they do it. They're like, oh, this sucks. Uh, so you should be free to make your own uh, mistakes, you know?
0: And like, yeah, exactly. Like I actually went to a college, um, basically my experiences in high school led me to go into a college that was like anti grade Like I was so serious about like, fuck this yeah. that uh, I was, I went to a college that didn't like, didn't have grades. Oh,
1: really? <laughs>
0: yeah. And didn't have grades. Um, uh, didn't have like tests. It was like anti all that. Um, and the whole idea was like that. It's like pro like it's instead of teaching to the test and teaching to the exam and the grades, that the college teaches you to like be like kind of an entrepreneur or at least like someone who individualizes their own course of study and like makes their own path and, and, and comes up with their own projects. I love that. Um, it makes you more yeah.
1: individual self-serving. Like if you really think about it, this whole, the way the education system is now, it's like, they're basically guiding you. Like, I, you know this is going to sound really weird, but like today I was at the <laughs> mall. And they have these signs of what doors to use because of covid i'm like I'm not a fucking idiot dude like it's like but I guess some people do need that, but it's kind of like if you if you treat people like if you if if the mass majority of people you have this system that they gotta follow then when they are supposed to be on their own like you know, when they move out of their parents' house, like how are they going to live? You know, how are they going to live with themselves?
0: Yeah, exactly. And, and I feel like people get caught in that system. Like they're still on the kind of path where it's predetermined. They haven't, they haven't even like taken one second to like think differently. Um, they're just yeah. on this kind of linear path and like they, they don't sway from it. And that's, that is how like we're trained to be unless you actively rebel from it, which you as a comic yeah. have obviously done. And, uh, and you know some yeah. people do but but the i think the majority of people still are like very linear
1: yeah it's 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 a bummer um so uh <laughs> i know high i know high school's fun and uh cheating on, on tests is fun but uh how about those crushes you have any crushes in high school
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, i had a bunch I mean,
1: every year I had a different crush and they all rejected me yeah. it's kind of sad i
0: yeah, i want to know your experience too cuz like my my experience was that like i would have like crushes that would last me like at least a year or or maybe two yes same same yeah and and, and, uh maybe you know maybe more than that and and, um it was like borderline like obsessive like it was basically like like the way that i think about girl i mean i have i'm in a relationship now but the way that i (laughs) the way that i think about like like relationships is totally different in the way that it was in high school like in high school it was all like this girl you know this girl is like the one or whatever. And, uh, or, or or at least like she's the one that I, like I feel deeply about and like I'm gonna like I'm only thinking about her for like a year or two and I was like kind of obsessed and like I, I would think about them all the time
1: yeah yeah and, you would uh, never you would never talk to them
0: <laughs> I, would... I, I, I talked to them but it was like a slow it was like a oh. slow plan but it was right. like a it was like kind of like a I had to get to know you a little bit like do a little bit over the course of like a year or two Mm -hmm. and then and then by the end of it like uh um we're like i don't know we're more comfortable with each other i don't even know what the goal was i
1: i i think we're the same so for me it's like i would every every beginning it's like the beginning of every school year september i go into school and then i guess maybe like the first girl that kind of like caught my eye
0: exactly that for the for
1: the rest of the year i had a crush on her and I'm thinking about where she's sitting. I'm thinking about what she's doing. I'm, I'm at home thinking about it. I remember this one girl. I remember I was like obsessed with her like you, just thinking about her all the time. And uh, I love to talk to her. I love to, I don't even like, just not even like date or anything. Just like, I'd love to be exactly. more, be around her more. I remember just thinking to myself, like, she's my girlfriend. Like in my head. And she obviously yeah. didn't, didn't even know my name probably. But <laughs> I'd go through these this whole year, not say anything, kind of just be in my head about it. Exactly. And then take the summer come back and there'd be a new girl. It just like, and then September would come. I would see another girl and it would always like be like the first, whatever, like a try. Attract- and then I just had, and now, now I look back at it and I'm like, ah, I don't, I don't care. Like, I, would, ah, I don't know. I don't think exactly. It would you look
0: back and you're like, whatever, but like there's nothing special about those girls. Right. Um, But in, in the moment, and I had the pretty much the same experience. Like, it's like, yeah, you had, you had, you are ha, just like in your head the whole time about these crushes and it almost feels like you're in a relationship with them. Um, and it feels like, you know, it, to the extent that like, if you see them with someone else, like it makes you jealous as if you were the boyfriend. Yeah. At least like, how I felt, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, which is, which was so unhealthy and so, and so weird. Um, and, uh, also you but, would tell, but- remember you would tell people that
1: you like your friends and then, that would get around like he likes her she likes Ah! you know and then like it it, it would just you know i I had one bully that i I guess i told like i you know you know bullies like what do you like what (laughs) girls do you like come on you're not gay right and you're like ah no i like uh uh, jennifer and then he just goes up to jennifer yeah he likes you oh he's crazy but he doesn't shut the fuck up about you (laughs) and then you're just sitting there
0: with your arm, like just like "Ah! Ah!" yeah 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 And, and exactly and uh um uh yeah and, and basically oh yeah like we learned from tv like that you're supposed to like ask people out or, like, <laughs> what a joke. You know, like, like you're supposed to like go up to a girl and be like hey do you want to go out you go you want to go out with me to the movies or something but if you actually tried that in, in real life like in high school it was it was a weird thing to do like it's, ter- to, it's terrifying it was it was terrifying but it was also like it was also just weird like you like Going out with someone and 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 being that formal about it, like oh, do you want to go on a date with me to a movie? Like that's you're not going to get a good response um, unless like unless you're like friends with that person unless you were friends with that person, then kind of casually went to the movies. It's it's not Um, it's not natural.
1: There's no perfect segue to it. Yeah, it's it's totally awkward. did you used to practice it? I used to practice it in my mirror. Like I would.
0: Yeah, and, and the only times that I I tried it with the girls with the girls that i liked it never it didn't work um so uh
1: do you have a a story about uh, a girl i'm
0: sure you went to prom and stuff did you uh have to ask a girl out i mean okay so my prom story is that uh um there was a few girls that were interested in going to prom with me um but you're a handsome guy i'm not i'm not surprised (laughs) thanks but i actually didn't go to prom because um I wanted to go with the girl that like I, I liked, and I guess she wanted to. She was she was okay with that. Um, she seemed like she wanted me to ask her, but she didn't want to like date me. I think. Uh, mm. So I didn't ask her because she didn't want to date me. Um, so I, I just thought, okay, you don't. If you don't want to date me or whatever, then. Like I don't want to go to prom.
1: But you, you. thought you thought this. She didn't actually say this. You just thought this. This is probably just my
0: in my in my yeah, head. Yeah,
1: that's I was gonna. That's so much of high yeah. school is, so much of me is just the regret of like not doing it, not saying it, not and just you just kind of built this reality in your head where like those girls could have one of those girls. I mean, come on, one of those girls could have liked yeah, me. You know, I'm
0: sure, I'm sure, and, and 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 maybe they did, but it was still like, what do you do with that? Like, if right. someone liked you, I think I got to the point where like. Um, A lot of the crushes did like, like me back to some degree, but I still didn't know what to do. Like, where do you go from there? Right. Because the way I felt like, like being girlfriend and boyfriend in high school was just like a weird thing. Like until senior senior year, you have a car and you can, you have more like autonomy. But before that, it's just like, what are you supposed to do? Like just kind of hold hands,
1: talk on the phone. That's really it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Talk on the phone. That was a thing. Like that was like, that was a thing I did in like with my first kind of girlfriend and Eighth, ninth grade, um, that's kind of all we would do is just talk on the phone. Yeah. Um, and like texts and text. But um, I don't know. It didn't feel like that real. And it also, but it also felt at the same time like that everyone was having, everyone had a boyfriend or girlfriend. And like, if you didn't have one, you're kind of missing out. But I also didn't know what, what, what they were doing with their boyfriends, girlfriends.
1: Yeah. I don't think anyone was, anyone that's like, I was getting laid all throughout high school, I think is kind of lying. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's maybe- more, yeah, it, it's more of like, um, uh, like a like a super best friend almost. And then, I guess at some point, I mean, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't, I didn't lose my virginity to like someone I was like dating in high school. I don't know how you make. I don't know how you become boyfriend girlfriend in high school and then turn that into a sexual thing. You know, I think, I think it's kind of understood. And then once you kind of learn about it more and like, oh, like this is the person I'm going to try that with, you know but yeah it, it's really weird like the crushes i had like if yeah, i if yeah. they were to actually be like alright let's 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 t- be boyfriend girlfriend hold hands I, I don't even know what the fuck i would do you know
0: yeah exactly and, and and that 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 was my problem like i would get i would i think i got to the point where like i i i we had reciprocal feelings a little bit um at least yeah but, but what do we then- do what, what does this mean yeah.
1: What yeah, what does it mean? Where do we go from there? <laughs> right. Um, like now you date someone, you're like, all right, we're going to date, we're going to fuck, and then we're going to maybe yeah. get married and have kids. Like you kind of have that. But back then, it's just like, we're going to, I just enjoy your face and enjoy you. I, just wanna, <laughs> exactly. I know I just want to be around you.
0: Yeah. And until like, until you get to be like a senior year in, in high school or like even like, or like the summer year, the summer of your senior year, um, you don't really have a car. But then after you get a car and it starts to make a a little more sense, like you can at least like, like, you know, you can go some, you can go to a restaurant or like go to movies or something. Um, Yeah, yeah. Or you can go to, you know, someone's house and you have a little more control. Mm -hmm. But before that, yeah, it was just like, what do you do with these feelings? Right. And it felt like there was no like kind of outcome. So you're, you just, you just get obsessed in your head about your crushes. I, um,
1: I remember I asked a girl once out on on MySpace and I didn't ask her out. I asked if I asked you out <laughs> would you say yes. Yeah, that's and, the way to do it. <laughs> and then her response was and this is this can all be her response was uh I kind of like someone else right now. <laughs> Which exactly, is the most know. that's the that's the modern day. That's like the 25-year-old version of listen, uh I'm not really dating right now, you know. <laughs>
0: exactly <laughs> and it crushed um, me i remember
1: i took my myspace photo down like a fucking emo kid yeah you know, i was oh
0: yeah i mean i was emo i didn't i didn't dress emo but i would listen to so much emo music i still like emo to this day because like it's it it brings me back to some sort of really cool nostalgia yeah like um,
1: 182 some 41 uh um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. green day pop. yeah all
0: yeah. the pop punk and i'm like the kind of emo that evolved off of that does
1: your girlfriend like pop punk yeah yeah, yeah oh. she does I should get a. I should get a better girlfriend. <laughs> My girlfriend hates pop. She think she just calls it white people music.
0: <laughs> well, I, she used to be in it back in like high school too, and like kind of middle school. Mm-hmm. But um, then she, I think she just like didn't listen to pop punk until again until like we started dating. Yeah. Um, and then since I, I would go to emo nights in Brooklyn, and I was like, hey, invi- I, invite me next time. I want to go. Well, whenever whenever it's open, you know, yeah. it's really fun. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, I think because I was into pop punk again, like she she got it back into it too. Nice because because uh, um, I don't know she real she she got the same sense of nostalgia from from uh, listening listening to the music, but she was like too hip to listen to it throughout college and a little after that. Were you were you into like American Pie? Yeah, yeah I would watch movies like that for sure. Yeah. I would definitely like watch those like raunchy like Sean William Scott movies. it's <laughs> uh,
1: uh, my favorite movies, man.
0: Yeah, I mean those were. I think those were like, there were so many movies like that, that were just like on TV. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I think a lot of like education came from, from that. Like education came from watching TV shows or movies. Um, And they weren't necessarily good movies, but like it taught you more about social life. And uh, yeah. Especially in high
1: school, those high school movies kind of teach you like, these are the popular people. These are the losers. This is like, when you ask a girl out, this is like what you're supposed to do. How you're supposed to do it, you know. I used to have a joke in my an act where it's like, um, in the movies they show you asking a girl out, then they cut to the dance. It's like they don't know in real life when you ask a girl out after you're just standing there after. Oh, I,
0: know, you know? I know, I know, exactly. I was always like, okay, like, like I was always so confused. I'm like, what do you do? Like, why aren't you showing the actual like kind of logistical details of like what what comes after you ask her out? Because it's yeah. not going to be that simple. And, and no, literally though. Like I did test this with with a girl I liked. I think it was my junior year. And, like I told her, I was like, "Hey, I like you. Um, I was wondering if you want to hang out this summer." Cause I, and 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 I I did that because I didn't want to be like someone with no with no balls. Like I didn't want to like just be like in my head and like because I, I knew that my problem was that I was too in my head. Love it. Um, and then like I didn't want to regret like not making a move, so I forced myself to like ask her. And I think her response was like. Um, like okay, uh, yeah. She was like uh, maybe, uh, maybe, oh. maybe. Yeah. So I and mean, I was like, I think I said like, um, what, what what came after that? But yeah, I mean, I'm the after-
1: stiffmeister, baby. <laughs> <laughs>
0: maybe. And then, uh, and then, where are, you, where are you supposed to go from there? Like, it's not, it's it's never like straight. You know, you don't receive straightforward answers. No, um, no, no. Usually. Usually, at least. I don't know, man. I actually, you know,
1: I can't even say because I've never, I don't think I've ever, the one girl I asked out successfully, and I don't mean like, it didn't end up well, but I actually did it. And I was fucking terrible. Like, first time, first time going on stage, whole body shivering. Just like, I remember like, just looking at her at her locker and I like forced myself to go. And she didn't even, I asked her, she was doing her locker combination. And as I asked her, you want to go to the dance with me? This is eighth grade. She didn't even look at me. She just looked down, but she said yes. Cause I, I, I think I did feel a vibe too throughout whatever our experience. And I just remember she said yes. And I just remember that feeling of like, okay, now what? Like, and I just darted <laughs> off, dude.
0: Darted off. Like, oh my god, that's super awkward. <laughs> and
1: here's the worst, super awkward. The worst part is I never followed up. So that dance happened. She went. And uh, I went. I just never followed up after. So we, oh we, my god, yeah. So she, I remember she ended up like she was like dancing with other dudes.
0: I remember like, yeah, it's what I deserve. I didn't fucking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> even so, like someone, but that that's the whole thing. Like someone could say yes, but not even re- really like mean it, or you know, they say yes, but if they're not excited, if they're not like as excited as you are, then yeah, like do you want to do it? Well, one time this girl who I was friends with in high school
1: someone asked her out and then she told me he's like i just said yes because i didn't know what the fucking i, just fucking, I didn't know what to exactly, do and then later like it was funny like later that day she told uh she told uh, she changed her mind it was for like third period to sixth period that they were that they were dating it was hilarious
0: <laughs> yeah exactly um and I, th- I think i think uh so i i think the whole idea of asking people out in high school is just it just doesn't work but i think what did work was like if you were if you were like friends with people like you had like guy friends, like I had a group of guy friends and that, that was like a thing. Like we'd go, go play poker and video games like every week at their yeah. house. Yeah. And um, we would be like playing, I don't know, fantasy sports kept us together. um But eventually that group of guy friends became like also a kind of a group of girlfriends that kind of like started to emerge. Um, I see. I see. And then I think the only, the only way that I can see people going out is if it's something like that. Like if, if uh if if you're just like it, it's kind of like just hanging out with friends but then suddenly there's girls in the mix and then you might be able you to like in high school in high school yeah. yeah in in high school in high school yeah um yeah
1: I, and then it, yeah. you kind of get hooked up because you tell someone you like them and then they tell them and then they like you back and once they, once you get a like you back she likes you yeah. back then it's like, all right, go. Then you go, whatever. Talk to her, and then yeah. And, and, and
0: I think it's easier if you're like more if you're like friends with the person. At least yeah. you have some 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 sort of relationship on that friendship level. Um, but then you're not you're not that close with them, so you're not like friend zoned or whatever. But you're but you're you're at least friendly with them. Uh,
1: there's also a thing too in high school, which is so high school and shitty. It's like if you date someone, or if you're like dating someone or boyfriend, girlfriend, or something that's, like, out of your social status. People freak the fuck out, dude. Oh, well, yeah. That's I, so true. The most popular kid in my high school, um, Santi, if you're listening, he used to um, – so we were in homeroom all four years, and our last names were, like, next to each other. So I I knew this kid, like, for four years. Like, we sat – and Santi was, like, so popular. All the girls loved him. He was, like, this Colombian dude, you know, like, yeah. just a good-looking, fresh dude, always, like, dressed nice. And – he, like, ended up saying that he liked, like, this girl who was, like, a, 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 nerdy is not the right but just, like, not part of the popular cheerleader group, you know? Like, sure. a little nerdier, like, and they ended up dating, and all these, like, I don't, the dudes I don't think really care that much, but, like, all the, like, popular girls were kind of like, who the fuck is this? Who is she? <laughs> what? Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've been working years for you, you know? <laughs> and and it, it's just so shit. It's, like... And now these days, I guess there is some of that. If like you're from like a really wealthy family, you date me, you know, they might get upset with you. Yeah. But um, for the most part now, it's like, oh, you like
0: that person? That's that, that's fucking fine, you know. But exactly, exactly. I, I don't know if that's just educate. I don't know if that's because we're all like, more educated now. Yeah. Or I don't know. If, I don't know what high schoolers are thinking today. Like I don't know. I don't have a good pulse on them. TikTok. I don't know what Oh, TikTok. Yeah, that's where I, that's where I got <laughs> it. I feel like they're a little more uh, socially. Uh, like progressive or something. So they I feel like it would be
1: less judgmental. I have this theory. I don't have a theory, but I have this like fantasy that's weird. That's like if you like have a viral TikTok in high school, if you go to school the next day, you're just automatically fucking popular.
0: I feel like that's probably how it works now. No no I think it's the opposite. I think oh. that if, if you're if you're viral on tick like if you're popular on Instagram or TikTok and you're in high school, I think everyone hates you. Really? That that's the okay. way it that's at least that's what I, that's my, that's my suspicion. It's like, Oh, you got so popular on TikTok. I fucking hate you. Cause I'm jealous.
1: Ah, you know what? That actually makes more sense. I can see that. Yeah. Right. So you get alienated almost. Yeah, know, exactly. And, exactly. Then, <laughs> and
0: yeah, yeah, that, 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 that makes sense to me. That um, is
1: true. That is true. Yeah. yeah. yeah unless,
0: but- like, unless you went popular, but you're like, you got popular on TikTok or something, but you're already a nerd so that you're not a threat. Right, but I, but I think if you're if you're popular on TikTok or Instagram and you're like kind of a threat, mm-hmm. then people will hate you, hate you, hit you, and hate, hate you, and hate <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah. So um, um,
1: I think we have one more time for one. More. So I, you, you, you told me you wanted to talk about um, getting an ice cream truck.
0: Oh yeah, okay. So this was this was this definitely elevated my social status. Yeah, I mean, got, <laughs> you
1: literally, you literally got an ice cream truck.
0: Yeah, I, I got an ice cream truck um and um this was a, in my senior year I needed a job. Um I worked at a as a camp counselor the year before like the junior junior yeah. year. Um but I, like I didn't want to do that again, so I just I wanted to do something cool cuz I was always so bored in class. Everything was like everything was boring. Everything was just like so uninspiring, kind of existential NUI. UI. Right. Um, right. And I wanted to do just something that was, like, huge and, like, would make everyone be, like, what the fuck? Like, this is crazy. Um, mm. And so, uh, in uh, – yeah. So, in, in early senior year, I uh, started looking for ice cream trucks online. <laughs> and wow. uh, I found this really piece of shit truck on eBay. Um, it was so shitty. And and it almost got me killed. Um, but, um, you know, I – We got the truck, like, it wasn't that much, so my my parents helped pay for it. My They did pay for it, um, and they thought we like, like, they make the money back from it, like, through the work I did the summer. Um, but we got the truck, and uh, I called it the Chill Penguin, which was like (laughs) this was a Mega Man boss, actually. I don't know why I call it that, but uh, um, there was like a boss in Mega Man called Chill Penguin and named the ice cream truck after that, um, and Suddenly, like as I was working on it more throughout the year, and it wouldn't it wouldn't launch until uh, some like the the summer after my senior year. Um, but everyone gradually came to new, know about it as I was working on it. So then every time I walked in the hallway, like people would be like, "Do you really have an ice cream truck? Like, do you, you got you have an ice cream truck? Can I yeah. go in it? Can you sell, can you sell weed out of the truck?" <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, and then. And then, so that, that kind of started a little bit of like people, my social status, I think became a little different because I suddenly became this like kind of mysterious person with an ice cream truck and that impressed people, I suppose. Yeah. Um, so I started doing, I started like working in the ice cream truck that summer and, uh, I definitely got in, I don't know if it was just cause I was like a senior or whatever, but I definitely got invited to a lot more parties that summer. Um, and, uh, like people were a lot more interested in me, but I think I was also just naturally a more assertive person. Um, and, and, uh, and more in tune with like who I, who I was, uh, um, but getting that ice cream truck was, uh, that was like my first real business and, uh, it didn't work at all because I, I almost died like several times and, and there was, there's a lot of crazy things that happened with it. Yeah. Um, well, how, the, how did the break... You- okay the brakes. yeah so, so the brakes stopped working while i was like driving the truck this oh. truck like wouldn't go yeah this truck this truck so was so shitty um it was from like 1955 or something it wouldn't go over 25 miles per hour and uh i would like be in the highway driving it and like i would cause traffic jams jesus yeah um, <laughs> and then one time i i was driving home and uh uh, the brake just stopped working. Like apparently, I had to put brake fluid in the in the brakes, but I didn't know that, so the brakes didn't work, and so I kept hitting the brakes and it just didn't stop. Jesus. So it was really scary. Yeah. So I like I had to like there was like a red light coming, so I had to like swerve off into the and I couldn't stop, so I swerved off into the grass uh-huh. and uh, to slow myself down a little bit, and like that worked, and I just like kind of went that way a little bit, and then I I came back, and then. I somehow made it all the way to my home because I, I didn't have to stop that many times. But while I was in my driveway, there's like a hill at the bottom of my driveway. Yeah. And the truck like would have gone down that hill if I didn't do something. Cause it was just, it was just slowly going towards that hill. Yeah. 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 Um, so there was nothing I could really do, but there was an emergency brake that you could use only. You're supposed to use it. At, if you parked on like a hill. Yeah. It, it, it stopped you from going down that hill. Yeah. So, I wasn't supposed to like um use that brake unless it was like unless I unless I was actually parked but um the car was like still in drive I I just slammed the emergency brake cuz there's nothing else I could do and it broke the whole entire like gears but uh, yeah, it, yeah. it stopped the truck Well saved, and, yeah uh,
1: that yeah, you never saved. know what could have happened that could have went down and hit an old lady you know that could have been Yeah um, yeah I don't, I don't know what,
0: what could have happened <laughs> Um and then another time like it caught fire Oh, my God, dude. Pull, pull yeah, it was, it, was a <laughs> it was the shittiest truck ever. Uh, all to all just be popular. Jesus, Matt. <laughs> um, and uh, another time, like, th- this time, like, I went to a town pool. Yeah. And um, this town pool guy really hated that. I was, like, um, drawing his customers away from his concession stand. So he, like, called the cops on me. And the cop came and he actually sided with me. Cause he's like, yeah, no, I have, I have a permit. I'm allowed to do it. Um, but it still like drove all the customers away. Cause like, no one wants to go buy ice cream when there's like a cop, a police car on you. Right, 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 right. Um, and, uh, that yeah, still a little why. shady <laughs> and not a lot of people bought ice cream. Like it, it was only, my only good day was the 4th of July mm-hmm. and that was because there was like a big town gathering. Um, but I would drive around and, like, I would only get, like, a handful to maybe a dozen sales a day, mm-hmm. which was like, not a lot at all. Were the prices high? or? or- no, it wasn't that. It was just because there wasn't a lot of people out. Like, everyone was inside. Like, right. it wasn't, like, I think in the 90s or something, like, you could drive an ice cream truck around and, like, people would just be outside. But yeah, um, when yeah. I drove around the neighborhood, like, almost no one, like, you had, you had to wait or you had to go to a park. But there wouldn't be a lot of people that just randomly like came outside.
1: Maybe a couple. Yeah. That's weird. But I do think um, getting the truck, it, it 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 makes sense that that would get you some uh, notoriety, I guess, in high school because everyone loves fucking ice cream. <laughs> you're doing something different, you know. I think that's the one thing about high school where we're all trying to, we're all copying like being popular or being cool, and we're just trying to fit in, right? So by fitting in, we just do what everyone else is doing. But in actuality, you get an ice cream truck or you just, like, do your own thing, like, whatever that is, like, like, and you're just good at it. Or that is what's going to help you uh, get in with the crowd, you know, because people are yeah. really interested. You got invited right. to more parties because, hey, it's ice cream guy. He's got ice cream. Like, he's a fucking right. interesting dude, you know?
0: Exactly. And I think I finally, like, created more of an identity for myself, like, when I had that truck because I it proved to everyone and to myself that like I could do risky things and I could do things that are different. And I, yeah. and my personality was like more, like uh, the way that I, I like to talk to, I like to have like deep conversations with people and that was like my thing. Right. Um, and uh, that was also like kind of maybe different. And I think it was all about being different. You're right. It was right. like, you had to fit in, but you had to be different at the same time. And that's probably still relevant to like, to everything. To, yeah. So like, any kind of work um, and any kind of job. Um, but I think, uh, you know, that taking that leap to doing, to like being okay with being different, like be, really embracing it. Yeah.
1: Um, it's that very,
0: made me more confident for sure.
1: I I think it, you know, with the tiny cupboard, I, I think, um it, it I think you're still kind of that person. And I really applaud you because for me, it's like, it's taken me a long time to kind of like learn how to invest in myself, you know? And, um money is like like if you put it in a truck you sell ice cream it's like yeah you're gonna be putting a lot of money into it but your goal is to make that money back and as long as you work at it and you believe in yourself you can't make that money back sometimes you fuck up you can't but at least you get the experience out of it yeah, one exactly. of my biggest problems in life is like i i have a huge like i i was i was like i got a new camera recently but dude that was like a thousand dollars the whole up until I was like, ah, you know, it's a thousand, blah 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 blah. <laughs> and on paper, it's like, listen, your content will be better. You you, you have a camera, like like you'll get booked more because you have high quality. It. It's like it all, and then it's just tough for me to like. And this is one of the things my girlfriend tells me: you got to invest in yourself more. Like, like money's just money, you know. It's it, money's not just money, but like money in something that can help your career or help make your life easier is. Um, you'll be getting that back, and that's something yeah, I, uh, for me at least, that I struggle with. And I actually, the fact that you did it in high school—you got a goddamn ice cream truck. You're like, I'm gonna make my money back by selling ice cream. I'm just like, dude, that's fucking dang. insane. I, mean, I, can't I did not get myself I headshots. I didn't. I
0: did not. I did not make the money back. Um, but, but you least- thought you could,
1: and you actually went for it. That's what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: and it was it was cool because I I uh, yeah I didn't make the money back, but I at least at least like I. I tried to do something. I tried to start a business and it definitely like set the foundations for like what was, what I was, what I, what I'm yeah. doing now. And like when I'm, when I, what I will continue to do. Um, and you tried, I'm sure you tried, you fixed it up. You
1: went around, you almost, I mean, you risked your life like <laughs> three goddamn times. You tried. Yeah. Man. yeah, yeah. I, I definitely
0: tried. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, um, that's amazing, dude. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah. And then, and then, and then, but now, like, I I literally have, it's been, I'm 28 now. um, And uh, it's been 10 years since high school. um, And I haven't, I've kept in touch with, like, only, like, one or two people. um, And uh, I definitely, like, like, a lot of my friends from high school still keep in touch, like, they're still friends with the same people. Yeah. um, And they're, I, I don't know, they seem to be doing similar things, but... I, after high school ended I was like, I- I'm out of here. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like, you know, there's a lot of other things that I'm going to try and do. And, and then, uh, I, I was, I was definitely happy to get out.
1: Right. In yeah. terms of my uh, relationships, those are the things I've, those are the only things I've taken away from high school. I haven't taken away any education or it's like, I'm still, all my friends or my best friends, my group of friends are the guys I was friends with in high school. Nice, and you know we're we're basically brothers at this point. I mean, I've known them more longer than I have. Um, I haven't, you know, um. So I still talk to those guys, but like, uh, yeah. I mean, they're doing. Compl- I mean, they're all in like finance and shit and business and.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what you know, that's what my friends like. They're all in like finance or something. Yeah. But I, I like the the uh, the one or two people that I've kept in touch with. Like, those are really good friends that like they won't go away. Yeah. Um. Um. But yeah, I mean, part of me like wants to still be friends with those people, but I also like I don't know what I would talk about. With
1: that. Uh, just like asking asking a girl out again. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how I would bring it up. Just I mean, listen, it's it's especially when you get to an, I'm 28 too, dude. It's like you get to yeah. this age. It's hard to make new friends. And like I have friends I've known since I was like 13. So it's almost like making friends now. It's a joke. It's like I don't know. <laughs> I've known this like how you don't fit this criteria of friends, you know? Yeah. So. But yeah, going back and like, I mean, I just know, I don't know if you could become friends with them, but you definitely have a starting off point where it's like, we went to the same high school, we grew up in the same town, like at that, the very least, like you'll share that connection with everyone, yeah, even I someone absolutely. you never talked to in high school.
0: I agree. I, I think that I, what happens is I, I tend to become re-friends with someone from high school if somehow they re-enter my life. So for example, like I used to have, there was a guy from high school that we were out of touch for like six seven or eight years right. and then he became my roommate because he was looking for a space in brooklyn oh and sweet then, yeah and then and then and then we actually had a lot in common at that point like at that point and we were hanging out a lot yeah. and um we reconnected and and now he doesn't live in brooklyn anymore so he's he's not there anymore mm-hmm. but uh um when someone like reenters my, like actually you know like a comedian Matt summer he he went to my summer camp oh and um we were friends, like, throughout, like you know, I, I, we went to summer camp for, I went for eight years. Um, and those relationships were, like, really, those were, like, really tight tight relationships while we were yeah. in it. Um, it's a sleepaway camp, right? So, you're gone for, like, yeah, yeah, those, oof, yeah absolutely. And uh, I, haven't, I haven't seen him, like, 12 years, but now, now he's performing, like, at the Tiny Cupboard. Mm-hmm. So, now I, I, he's re-entered my life a little bit. Um, yeah, and I think that it's it's that kind of stuff. Like, if I were to be friends with someone from high school again, um, I, I feel like they would have to reenter my life in some in some way, whether by living in in the right. city or like plenty of them do actually. But like living, maybe being someone connected to like comedy or like events or something like that. Sure, um, sure. Yeah, yeah.
1: You're a busy guy, and like I don't think you want to go out of your way. I don't think anyone really. It, it's almost more romantic when they people kind of come back to your life you know like a good example for me is like i went to this summer camp once in china like eighth grade i lived with like these 10 kids in china we traveled all around china it was like part of a study group and um, we were together 30 days and i like sleeping like every night all day all night and those i haven't seen any of those people since that trip but I feel a crazy bond with all of them. You yeah, know? yeah, I get that. And I here and there message some of the guys, but yeah, there's no like, Oh, we got to get together. It's like, Hey man, hope you're well. And and if I'm ever like, yeah, if they're ever in like one kid, I ended up, he ended up, I remember he was like living in the village with his girlfriend and I'm like, Oh shit. And like, uh, I don't think we actually, maybe we didn't, I don't remember, but that's the point though. It's like, it, it there's that bond and i'm sure if like he somehow came into my life again um i think it'd be we'd be quicker to be friends because we have that yeah. like thing from the beginning but right because you have
0: that you have that history in common
1: yeah the that it's all yeah, it's like you'll never forget and but people yeah. change too man like sometimes like you know you have that history and then you meet them or you, you connect and then you are like oh it's,
0: i don't think we're on the same page you know yeah or it's just like, kind of depressing to talk to you because that's <laughs> like yeah you you numb like you're you don't have i don't know you're you're kind of like not following your dreams or something oh boy
1: that that would be
0: that would be really shady i hope i
1: don't make anyone feel like that when i meet them because i'm going for it i hope i don't bum anyone out (laughs) that's such that's so most egotistical thing i've ever ever seen (laughs) Um, all right so if you go back to high school and change anything
0: would you change anything what would you do um, yeah, I like this question. And I, and I, I was asking this question to myself while I was in high school, because <laughs> I would always like see, like, I, even in high school, like late high school, I would use, I was like a Redditor. And I, I would like, look for advice from older people. Um, like, if you could go back to high school, like, what would you change? And then I would try to apply that while I was in high school. Mm. Um, uh, but I thought about this question. And I think, the things that I would change, I wouldn't really change anything because like they made me who who I am now. Um, And I accept everything that happened. I think that it was all like for a reason or like at least for the reason of like uh, Um, self-improvement. But I think small things, like I would probably be a little better at grooming, like personal grooming. It's so small, it's so weird. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I definitely had a like very unkempt beard Uh or, or like facial hair. (laughs) <laughs> um, okay, and it wasn't neat at all. Um, and I think that would that uh, lowered my uh, chances it, with the ladies <laughs> maybe, maybe a little bit, Your sex appeal, um, <laughs> maybe a little bit, but, but maybe it wasn't terrible. Um, and uh, another thing I was probably I would probably just join more like clubs or like extracurricular things, yeah, um, just to meet. More people and make more friends because the more i mean the more friends you have and like the more hobbies you have i think the better and i think most of the time i just like went home after school unless i was at basketball practice mm-hmm. i would i just like went home after school and i kind of watched tv or like went on the internet or something
1: yeah you um, watch you watch a lot you watch lost and it's great
0: yeah it was great and i don't regret any of that but um it's yeah i watched a lot of really good tv shows and i was really into that um it's so but- hard Oh sorry, go ahead. Finish you. Well, yeah, being a part of a few more clubs probably would have helped me for sure.
1: I think those are great, dude. I I I had the same thing. I wish I did more extracurriculars. I just took advantage of more things and yeah, I uh I really it really hits home to me when you say like I just went home after school. It's like I still try to today in my life today, I still try to avoid just just staying home or on the weekends. Like I do get a little anxiety like I'm not living my life. I'm young cuz I'm already yeah. regretting not doing more clubs and and shit and just not doing everything i wanted back in the day that now when i'm i'm just i take a you know whatever like a day off or i you know to be honest like i had like a a mold infection like oh, shit. that's a weird way to put it so <laughs> there's there's mold in my uh par- i'm at my parents house and it, it got me a little sick and i like so i ended up like going to bed like 9 p.m yesterday i feel bad i'm like ah fuck like yeah. you know like there's my life that I, I missed out on all this shit and like I know when I'm older, I have a couple of friends like I, I kind of feel like are stuck in this like not going for it or not taking chances or not YOLO type of film like, yeah. dude, you're gonna be forty and you're gonna be like, Why the fuck didn't I just I go know. up to that chick at the bar? Why the fuck didn't I just, just turn up and like and I, I I like for me it's like getting up like I drink. I used to drink a lot, but now I drink and my hangovers are the most brutal fucking feelings in the world. Yeah. And I'm trying to balance up like that, still have fun and get drunk. Um because, you know, those are the best nights ever when you wake up fucking hang- hungover the next day. But I don't know. It's, it's just a weird balance. But, yeah, just going home. And, like, when you're a kid, I, I guess it's just harder to get through to people. Like, you, you go home and, like, you don't talk to anyone. Oh, activity's dumb. Oh, I, I'm i too insecure to do that. Like, right, exactly. don't do any of that. Just you're do good. it. Just do it. Everything. Just do everything. Because now if I want to take a class on theater, I got to pay
0: fucking $600, you know? <laughs> I can't it's just right. do it. <laughs> You're so right. And I think that was the the reason like we didn't do those clubs or extracurriculars was because it's like cheesy or like, it's like, no, it's lame, but you you sometimes just have to do something that's a little cheesy or lame. Like, like, or it's kind of like, we're it's, it's the greater, the greater benefit is like, it's easier to like make friends or socialize even if it's a little cheesy and lame at times. So I I think I would have been less, uh, I was maybe a little too close minded about some of those extracurriculars or clubs, yeah. um, which probably were rightfully cheesy and lame. but that that gets, that's worth it if you're if you're meeting people absolutely,
1: man. And um like i think I think just the maturity of being like i like like for me, it was like I, did, I I've always wanted to do theater and comedy and stuff. But I always felt like in like at creative writing, creative writing and theater were the two things in high school. And then middle school, and then up in college, I was like, I wanna do it, but people are gonna think I'm stupid or, 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 or like, you know, I'm a theater geek or like I'm a, I'm a nerd or like I'm a weird person because I wanna do that. Everyone's doing finance. And luckily, I did start doing all that stuff early on, but those held me back for, for a long time. Like, I, one of my yeah. things, I wish I did theater when I was in high school.
0: Yeah. Me too. Honestly, yeah. I didn't do it, I've never done any theater, but. Um, well, I've taken like an improv class and like a acting class, but other than that, like I haven't done, like I've never been in a production or something, but, um,
1: it's such a joke. Like when you, th- when I think about before, like, Oh, I have auditioned audition for this part in, in, in high school or theater, I mean in college. when I was, it was like, Oh my God. I've Now I'm like, yeah, just fucking basic acting. It will get you the part. Cause now, yeah. now you're going to auditions and you're just like, it's impossible to book anything. Back in college, yeah. like, oh, I'm going against six people, for, two other people for the same role. Fuck you, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm like hitting my head against the table,
0: <laughs> yeah. and they'll probably find a part for you regardless. They will. If you want a part, they'll find something for you. Um, yeah. As lame as it is, it's it's more inclusive. So
1: you know, everyone makes yeah. fun of. Oh, everyone gets a trophy. Like, hey, at least you get to fucking play. You know. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Um, and I think it's kind of cool like it enables you to take that baby step into like whatever field or like try whatever thing you want to try and I think it wasn't until college where I had that more of an attitude of like I want to like try everything and like do everything yeah and like I want to like learn everything and and uh I don't know and I didn't have any fear about like participating I guess in extracurriculars and um whatever and my social life is way better in college than it was in high school
1: yeah Hey, but I, to be in the bright side of things, like some people don't have those. We were talking about the conformists and stuff. Some people don't have that ever. Some people don't have it until they're in their late 40s or after they have kids and families and they can't really have, afford to have all the free time. So I still think we were, we did it at a good age, and I think um, we're blessed for that. I really do.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think it's hard to really critique anything about high school about my like my choices in high school because I just right. did, I did the best with, with like what I was given, yeah. and I'm pretty proud of myself like for for uh, the little things like just just the little the little the little tasks of like being a little rebellious and like being a little assertive and like going after an ice cream truck and like yeah. I don't know, doing whatever doing all those small things where where like uh, um, to prove to myself that I could do it. Yeah,
1: dude. I mean, it made for an interesting podcast. If you told me I I did my homework and I studied and I got straight A's, I would have been like this, we're ending this fucking show right now. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, all right. You want to tell everyone more about the cupboard and, um, where they can get tickets and just, um, anything you want to Um, let people know.
0: Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, uh, we, we're, we're a venue, a small comedy club called the tiny cupboard in Bushwick, uh, Brooklyn. Um, this is February, 2021. We're currently doing uh, Zoom shows, but we should be doing rooftop shows uh, really soon, hopefully early spring, hopefully early March. Um, so check us out at thetinycupboard.com the or, or the tiny cupboard on Instagram. And um, we have a lot of shows and they're all very affordable and very fun. Yeah. Uh, great comics like James. Um, and
1: uh, yeah, hope to see you on one of the shows. Yeah, guys, and if I could uh, say anything, about the of cupboard they are one of the biggest reasons that comedy is still alive in new york city and if that's not a reason like they care about comics they care about the arts if that's not a reason to go out and uh see a show then you know i don't know what the fuck is um they really care man and uh i'm really grateful man it really that feeling of going to a comedy club with the people laughing and the like that ambiance I didn't feel that for so long until I went to the cupboard. I remember I went up the things. I just saw the the packed crowd and the comedian on stage and the laughter. Just hearing the ha ah, like the roar, um, it was beautiful. And um, it's all thanks Thank to you so much. to you and Amy, yeah, yeah. the power thanks, couple, man. man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I'll let Amy know you said that. And uh, thanks so much. That means a lot. We're we're happy to be like influencing comedy, the comedy scene a little bit here. Um, it's just a, kind of an honor to do that. And uh, we're just excited to continue to grow it like inch by inch right
1: all right guys thank you so much for listening we'll see you next time adios